especially, you know, we're in an interesting time of the year after Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a great one. And uh, here we are heading into the Yuletide season shortly. Anyway, another metaphysical meetup discussion. And the request uh, from last meetup was for us to talk about healing modalities favorite healing modalities for us and for everyone and how to integrate those uh into daily practices and so you know we don't want to really direct too much because we'd like to know the kinds of things that people are interested in but you know we have done a lot of videos and other venues on our shift your life tv as well as um on which is the channel on youtube and shiftyourlife.com where we have recorded various quick healing modalities that we use everything from eft tapping to qigong emotional release which is in our minds much quicker and simpler where you're just tapping on four spots and repeating a phrase of Song Kong Tong Bing Xuan Yu. And that's under Qigong Emotional Release on Shift Your Life TV. We also, I just posted a, a video we did in China on a special type of uh, Tai Chi, which is amazing. And you can just follow that along. It's on my Facebook page at Marion Ross. I am. Um... I just, I found out about one, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's like Copanono or something like that. Oh, you know, where it's like something totally different. Yeah, that's some Hawaiian fitting. Yeah, but it's like, I'm sorry, forgive me, thank yeah. you, I love you. Right. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was very, it's, it's interesting like to look it. into, but I don't even know how to pronounce the name of it. Because remember, intention is important. And speaking of intention, we had talked about uh, at last meetup having people uh, be aware of the power of eight groups. And uh, interestingly, we have, I think, seven people here join, plus me, you know, and another is we have eight. We have a power of eight group here. And with the power of eight group, you can do any kind of healing you want, and it's uh, maximum efficiency with eight people or more. So you just need eight bodies together with a common intention, a strong intention. Remember, the stronger your intention is, the more vital your results are going to be. So we can actually do a power of eight healing. So the the importance of power of eight is that when one person focuses intention for healing for self or others it does have an effect we know from uh, studies that have looked at effects on growth of plants effects on healing of people who were following open heart surgery, whenever someone prays for someone, usually that's an intention. They're stating an intention for somebody or setting healing intention for Reiki or for any other process. You are getting into your heart, hopefully, and focusing on someone with thoughts of healing for them or helping and compassion 
we know from all sorts of studies now, and there have been a number of them done, that one person can have an effect, two has a little bit more, three has more, and what they've found through studies of looking at groups of people is when you hit the number of eight people, focusing intention toward healing for someone, that seemed to be the most powerful spot to be in. Beyond that, it didn't really improve the power of that healing. Once you hit eight, that seems to be this magic number, this sort of hitting to a certain slip over point, if you will, where it really has a definite effect with others. So when you gather together, whether they're in a room in the same place or in different places like we all are, if we all focus on one person or one situation and spend as little as five to 10 minutes just focusing our intention with compassion towards a powerful healing response or peace. You know, this has been done to focus on the areas of the world where there is strife or rioting or difficulty and setting intention for calming and peace and healing in that area. It's also been used in groups where one person asks, can you focus and a healing intention toward my knee or my physical health or whatever is going on. And it has a powerful effect. The person receiving must open for allowing that to enter because you can't violate someone's divine free will. But by sending that intention, you truly can shift all sorts of things. So that is one of our many favorite uh, healing to modalities. To get eight people together. And we were doing that on Sundays in Sedona. I would be in Sedona. Tracy would be in North Carolina. We'd have people from all over the world on that. More than eight, but uh, incredible healing was done. And it's through intention and focus. That's all people do. They just connect and they intend on one particular outcome. The beauty of that is anyone can do it. It doesn't take special training. It doesn't take someone being initiated into it. And it's beautiful. And it's something that you can share the wealth on passing it forward and, and sending healing intention toward loved ones and a wonderful way, especially as we enter into this Yuletide space of the world where lots of people celebrate all of these compassionate light invoked holidays. Uh, where we can gather together and share compassion towards a specific intention and powerfully create. So, so there's a book about it called The Power of Eight by Lynn McTaggart. And she's been running these groups for 10 years. 
And she's run these groups with hundreds of people as well. And it works just as well. Yes, I see you with your hand up. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a way to do that? Like raise your hand electronically or? Sure. Yeah, there's raise your hand. Hang on. It's there's under so reactions, I think, isn't it? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Thank you. I'll You're do that next time. Or just say, hey, I have a question. Hey. Yeah, I have a question. Um, do you have to all do it at the same time? For instance, I've joined a, a group informally. My mom just mentioned it by text back when the war started in Ukraine. Um, hey, you know, set your alarm for 8 p.m. and just say it real brief prayer for peace and for the leaders, our world leaders. Um, and lots of people are doing this. So I imagine, I didn't ask her, but I imagine everybody's doing that at eight o'clock, but there are all these different time zones around the world. And of course there are more than eight people in every time zone. So that, that's fine and that's good. But also I remember my brother, uh, fortunately he lived through it, but in Haiti in 2010, he was buried alive in the uh, earthquake. Um, and he was missing for three and a half days. And there were people all around the world in China and everywhere praying for him. Uh, we didn't join together formally as eights and we didn't pray you know, at the same time as eights, but there were lots of people and a lot of people didn't know each other just, but, um, he was saved and it was one miracle after another, after another, after another, after another that actually ended up saving him. Um, and I just wonder, uh, do you have to join together or, or is it independent of time? The power of it, we generally do together, but it's a very community activity to do where everyone is sharing their heartfelt uh, intentions. But but Donna, you're, you're you're completely right. You don't have to because there is no time and spirit. I mean, there okay. no time, right. there's no future, there's no past. It's there's just, no space. Right. So no time or space. Okay. Right. You know, so, and when you're gathering so many people in various time zones, you know, it really is a powerful effect because the beauty of that is it's not just an impulse in that eight to 10 minutes in one area. You've got people consistent. impulsing it over and over and that's even more powerful, you know, but yeah. it's hard to get a group of eight to go, okay, guys, let's every 10 minutes go boom, you right. know. <laughs> but it's very cool. So it depends on the group you have and where they are. Yeah. And it's okay if we don't know each other, if, if we were all just... You can still have compassion for humankind, right? Yeah. Right. Good. That's the point. It's your compassion right. and your love, and and that just goes out. You know how your your heart has a generates an enormous amount of electricity and energy. Well, it just goes out now, now, now. And remember the spoken word, when you speak something outside, it becomes infrared energy. And that goes out to the stars and it never stops every time you speak a word. It becomes infrared energy? Yeah. Wow. Light. Everything is light, sound is light. Well, it's the power of creation. In yeah. the beginning was the word and that's how it goes. Whoa, it goes out and, and, it just and it just continues. keeps on going to the stars. So you're talking to the stars. That's why you really need to be careful with every word you utter.
everything that comes out of your mouth is not only going to the collective consciousness here, it's going everywhere in the cosmos. But don't get, get into fear about that because we don't want to energize with fear in our inner world, inner world that we think about is as powerful as what we say. In fact, if we're like, oh, yeah, I'm sending love to the world, but I'm thinking even more powerfully inside, I hate everybody and screw them all. <laughs> you know, I'm going to create with whatever my more powerfully fueled emotional intention is. And so don't go into fear and don't be like, what if I do this wrong? There is no doing it wrong. We are all speaking our word constantly out into the realms and into not just this dimension but other dimensions because everyone thinks it's here and somewhere away we are sharing and overlapping dimensions and so when we send things out we send them and they affect every dimension which means it can affect us in other timelines. And we've spoken in previous discussion groups about, you know, we're not just on this singular timeline. There's other overlapping dimensional aspects going on. And that's the beauty of it. Because when we choose to make a shift here, we can shift powerfully other spaces and places and it can powerfully impact us and the world and others. So it's cool. When we get into our heart, we are in that space of unity, which means we don't have to know each other because we are each other. We are connected with each other and everything and everyone when we get into our heart. And that's the power of being in your heart, which is why in my mind, one of the simplest healing modalities, and I teach kids, I teach adults, uh, is just to learn how to get into your heart and open your heart. And I've taught that so many times, Marion and I both have in classes and books and podcasts, et cetera. And it's that simple, loving, compassionate benefactor meditation. And we have it recorded all over the place and written out in books and website and everything. But else. if you'd like us to do it, we're happy to. Raise your hand if you'd like us to do it, if you're tired of it. Okay. okay. It's very, very simple. So close your eyes. Everyone close their eyes. Bring to mind someone who represents absolute unconditional love and compassion to you. Could be someone from your childhood, someone that's already passed on, somebody still living. Could be a child, an adult. If you can't think of a person, it could be your pet. A sunset, the most gorgeous place you've ever been. What about a spirit guide? That's yeah, fine. If good. you can look into their eyes or picture their energy, I know who you're talking about. So close your eyes and focus on that person, that being. That if is. they are physical, mm -hmm. picture them as if they were standing or sitting in front of you right now and look deeply into their eyes. As you look deeply into their eyes, 
see, sense, feel all of their love and compassion flowing over to you and allow yourself to receive it without judgment. If you feel you just have to send love to them first before you will be worthy of receiving back, go ahead and send your love over to them and see how it affects them. Look even deeper into their eyes and sense the depth of their absolute love and compassion for you flowing over to you and allow yourself to receive it. Usually by now, you will feel the sense of warmth or fullness in the center of your heart or the center of your chest. When you feel that you are in your heart, you are in your loving self. And when you're in your loving self, it is impossible to be in your frightened, unworthy, or any other reactive self. Keep looking into the eyes of your loved one, your loving, compassionate benefactor, and continue to feel their love flowing to you. And as you feel that flowing to you, they begin to move slowly around your left side, still sending you love and compassion, continuing to move around beyond your left shoulder. And now they are standing or sitting behind your left shoulder, still sending you love and compassion. Take a deep breath. And as you exhale, gently open your eyes. And as you sit here or stand here right now, continue to feel that fullness. You feel it? Can you still feel that? That fullness, warmth in your heart. When you are in this space, you are fully in your heart, which means you are now fully connected because when we're in our heart, our higher self, who we truly are, can speak through us, through our heart, and fully emanate in our body and out to others and connect us to one another. When we are in this space, we can be better in service you know, as a channel of love, light, and healing for others and for our own self. So when we can first prepare, and I do this all the time, before talking with a group, before seeing patients that I see, or whether that's in person, over the phone, telehealth, whatever that is, when I'm walking into a space that may be a difficult conversation that I or people in the room may need to have, when you walk into that space, your heart is flowing and expanded. It is so much bigger than your thought field and your emotional field, and it can have an effect on everyone and everything, helping it be much more of a healing environment, a compassionate environment, 
And it can be one of the most powerful integrative tools that I use. Okay, did anyone have a problem with that, feeling it? Because if you do, we can, you know, you can listen to that again and again until you practice. Sometimes you need some practice. It doesn't always work the first time. So don't feel bad. With practice, you don't even have to close your eyes. You'll be able to sit or stand in a room and see beyond somebody. Or if you're in the space alone, you can picture just sense with your eyes open, your loving, compassionate benefactor. And whoever that is can change. It doesn't have to be the same person all the time. And you can feel that flowing and allow that to open and then move around behind you and go about your day carrying your loving benefactor with you as you do everything. And you'll find things will flow easier. And when you are doing healing work for yourself, calling in healing or setting up a space, maybe you have a sacred altar that you sit down and do your prayer connection to God's source universe at and set intention for healing, but it will help keep that space energized constantly. If you work with crystals, it can set this loving compassion around the crystals and you can work with them more easily as well. It's easier for you to charge the crystals when you're in that state of consciousness. The other thing is um, one of the best ways to assist someone in healing is by listening. The best way to be a good listener is to be in your heart and not in your head. And to really learn how to listen completely in silence and without any prejudgment. So you're not listening to answer someone's inquiries or their problems, but you're just being a good listener. You're giving them love and attention through listening. So it's presence. The best presence you can give during the Christmas season is your own presence. So after doing something and being in your heart, like the loving, compassionate benefactor exercise, you are present for other people. And if we talk about healing, being present to listen and to engage with other people is a great gift and it's a great healing tool. And if you're in a space where you get too much in your head or too fearful or too much stress, Another way of getting out of your head and into your heart to begin to connect again with that and expand your heart is put a hand on your forehead and a hand on your heart. Because when we're in our head too much, when we do this, it connects that and begins to shift the point of focus from mind matter to heart matter. Okay. And that can really powerfully begin to help shift things. Doing other things to get you in your heart or things well, like doing following your passion, getting out into nature, uh, just very helpful. Well, there's a pose that's very good to calm your vagus nerve, which will help communicate your gut, your heart, and your brain. And that's to put your index finger behind your ear because this is a it's called triple warmer it's your central nervous system in chinese medicine and your other fingers just in front 
on the flap of your ear here. I guess. And you put your hands over your chin like this. This is called the penetrating flow in Chinese medicine. So you're getting a lot of different uh, aspects of meridian therapy. And you're just breathing. So your index fingers are behind your ears. Yeah. yeah. Behind your earlobes. One, you have one or two fingers behind your ears. You can put your this finger on the flap, either way, whatever's comfortable. Just but your fourth finger should be on, on the flap. This would be your this fourth one. digit. This is your third <laughs> digit. Your ring finger. Your ring yeah. finger. You now yeah. got your ring finger. And just flap. breathe. And, but put it on your chin. Like, and, and put your Where your should your ring, flap. your pinky finger be? Anywhere it wants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just need one finger behind your ear. And got it. A finger on the flap. Getting your heart in your head. <laughs> just breathe. Breathe for two minutes and see how it feels. What you're doing is connecting up everything and making sure your vagus nerve is, is fully functional. And the vagus innervates the heart. It innervates everything. It's called the wanderer. It's the longest nerve in your body and it connects your gut, your brain, and your heart. This should be very calming and relaxing. Can, ever, can, can everyone feel themselves feel it? just chilling? We're going to put everyone to sleep. No, do you feel it? Yeah. So that's really a good one. That's a great exercise for the vagus nerve, which you'll learn more about. If you're anxious going into healing, there's another technique called humming. But it's not like humming or whistling in a loud way. It's just putting your lips together and make sure they vibrate. Take a deep breath, let it go. And then feeling your lips vibrating. And it's called nasal humming. You're supposed to feel your nose, <coughs> your nose vibrating too, your lips and your nose. So and it's not do, allowed. And you do that five to, for five breaths. So we can do that together. How do you hum without making a sound? Well, what you're doing is sort of, it's like a... You're, you're vibrating your lips. Just enough to vibrate your lips and bring it internal. It's not to make it external, it's to vibrate and center through the body. So you're okay. doing five. You're like a bee. You're like this a bee and you're feeling it in your nose. It makes your nose itch too. It's called nasal humming and it also gets rid of congestion. So it, it's a triple barrel thing. Vibrating your sinuses. Mm. Your lips. I, I, I can't feel it in my nose. How do you make it go in your nose? How do you mm -hmm. make it? Make it nasally a little. Just go. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, got it. 
I have to make a noise though. Oh, I feel it now. I have to make a noise to feel it yeah. too, though. Yeah, make you can make a noise. You don't have to make a lot of noise. Just make yeah. something. So it just <laughs> and just make it conversational kind of tone. Nothing special. You don't have to like whistle while you work. So <laughs> so it's not put your lips together and whistle like the movies. It's put together and. So you do that for five breaths, then you stop for two to three minutes, and you do another round for five breaths, stop two to three minutes, and then a third round, and you'll have no anxiety after that. Ooh. And you're you're gonna have to blow your nose, which is <laughs> so have some Kleenex around. You'll have an itchy nose, but it really works. So the purpose is to reduce anxiety? It's to reduce anxiety and also clear your sinuses. But it's really to reduce anxiety. And they've been doing that for thousands of years. It's an old yoga trick and, you know, Qigong. And the Chinese have been doing that for a lot of years. And they also We're going to get a recording of this, right? Huh? The, uh, we'll get an email recording of, of our group tonight. Well, it's not an email. I, we post these eventually on a podcast. Okay. Um, so, okay. yeah, if you, you look at the Spotify this. podcast. You don't have to hear us coming. You, yeah. you can hum, hum five times. First, a big deep breath, let it go. Then hum five for five uh, breaths. Stop for three minutes. Hum five breaths. Stop three minutes. Hum five breaths. So when you're working with people, because one of the questions with this is how do you use this, I guess, in your everyday life, you know, it's de-stressing. It can be helpful if you're in healing modalities and healing modalities are all sorts of things. Healing modalities can be if you're a hairdresser getting into your heart before you go in to do your work with somebody. If you're working with animals as an animal communicator, it's to get into your heart and to calm so that you are focused on that animal and being able to work with that animal. If you're working with kids as a teacher or teaching, then it is getting into your heart so that the child isn't getting any yips from frequencies and animals getting yips from our frequencies because we hold on to the energy of our emotions and our thoughts around us We've and everyone can feel before. it so yeah. you want to be clear before you do any work with anyone else and you want to be clear for yourself every day and if you're doing intuitive work you want to be that clear channel to get clear energetic messages or information, whether that's to help someone else or to tell someone else, or when we do it for into our art or intuitive art, it's to connect that straight through so that what comes out on the paper is not tainted by our own stuff, our own energies and our own thoughts and our own emotions so that we are perfectly clear as a channel to bring through pure connection to someone else's soul or information for them. So that's the beauty of it. And it can center us as a therapist or a psychiatrist or a physician. It centers us 
to have mindful awareness of what we see, that we're not distracted by our own stuff, of what we hear, being fully present in the moment in a session, or if we're not a physician with loved ones, and to really pick up intuitive hits that is not our stuff, but is intuitive hits for others, because we now know intuition is powerful in not only medicine, in therapy, uh, in healing work with others, uh, and more and more of the studies are showing that when we are in that heart space, we truly become this antenna for awareness that can be very helpful for us, for whoever we're working with, our loved ones, or the world. Because you, know, you have a, your frequency shifts, so your consciousness shifts. And you begin to become the antenna to be aware of different frequencies or shifts going on in people or clients or animals or in the world, you know, people anyway, doing feng shui, your space. It's not that complicated to do. A little humming, a little meditation before, it takes three, three to five minutes. But you need to be clear before you start doing healing work or if you want to work on yourself. First, you work on yourself. I work on myself every day before I start my day. To be clear, because who knows what happens when you're sleeping at night? You know, you have bad dreams. You're, who knows what dimension you're in? So another way to do it is tuning forks. Tuning forks are great because they can change brain free, you know, our brain pattern frequencies out of high beta, get us into alpha. And they can do that immediately. This is a C and a G, which gives you the interval of the fifth, which is a very powerful frequency. And they're too hard. Can you hear that? We've said we've done this before in this recording, and the recording will shift not to be to pick up what that. Oh, what it thinks okay. Is so you bang these tuning forks on gently. your knees, and then you gently, and then you put them next to your ears, and just close your eyes and breathe, and it, it changes your brain pattern. It'll take you from beta to alpha. It'll put you right into a very very calm state in about two minutes. I have used these in my practice. I keep them in the room when I remember. I use these every morning when I wake up. But when you ask how to integrate this, you can keep them for someone who is open to it. And as Marion was saying, taking these and if you've got your knee, you know, tapping them on your knee because you don't want to clang, clang them and put them right next to someone's ear with a clanging because it can be too loud but to get it just gently vibrating and hold it about an inch or two away from the ears changes that that brainwave beta down to alpha which is what people are looking for you know when we look at heart rate variability and you want it to be just right to get to it calm alpha. down so you this do that and then and after that you bang them louder 
and then you sort of swing them around your body. And you can sort of eliminate excess energy, you can bring in energy. You use your intuition to clear your field and create what you want. But okay, so you can use them as a tool of create of sonic creation. When you sit with these, if you use it for your own meditative practice, you can sit with them and do the gentle tapping on the knee or on a soft cover book to get them just gently vibrating enough that you can hear it here. You keep listening to it next to your ears and you'll feel yourself relax and then you can tap it with your eyes closed again and take it deeper and it will begin to take you into almost that shamanic type of brainwave, the really lucid dreaming and very deep meditative mystical states. The beauty of that interval of the fifth is it's creating not just those two musical notes, but 50 to 100 notes in between. All the harmonics. And the beauty of those harmonics is it is potential doorways that it creates. And you will become aware of one frequency or one tone that you can hear when those two are playing next to you on either side. And when you focus on that, now just with your eyes closed, you've prepared yourself for meditation, set down your tuning forks and follow. You can still almost hum whatever that note is that you hear or hear it in your inner voice inside your head and follow it. And it will take you in a dimensional path that is the next step for you in your journey for what you need to access, okay? And over time, you may hear a different shift of what the note that you hear when you play those two. So basically, okay, you're, you're and take you down another path. It can be very powerful. And then you you hum what you hear. Mm, and you can take that humming all day long. I mean, whenever you're feeling whatever, you go back, you remember that note and you hum it. And what you hear may be different than what someone else is. So don't be like, you're doing it wrong. You're not hearing right. No, each of you is hearing the perfect tone that you, is at that moment, what you need at that to, moment. to journey down. And that can change okay. any time of the day. So even without the tuning forks, after you start using them and you get the tone, you can use that tone all day long to do whatever you want with it. It's very cool. It's a great healing tool for yourself and for others. And they're yeah. not expensive. <laughs> not a supply for the way <laughs> I've got some questions real quick. Um, so what does the interval of the fifth mean? Okay, musical notes. It's, okay, gotcha. We, we have C, D, e, e, F, G. That's gotcha. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Yeah, got it. Okay, thank you. And, um, and then I forgot the difference between Alpha and beta, I knew this oh, really yeah. well. I when you're working or right now, we're in beta. We're in a conversational beta, you're engaged. But when you're in high beta, you're in... 
your okay. is like this. When someone's in alpha, they're, ooh, you know, they're meditating or they're daydreaming or they're really calm. So okay. when you have two people, one like this, one like this, it's pretty difficult to connect. You really want to be in the same brainwave. So if people are in low beta, it's fine because they're in, uh, they're working or they're just focused on something. Okay. It's like crazy stress. You don't want to be there. Yeah. Okay. I uh, tutor kids um, and I'm wondering if taking these tuning forks, oh, if they're oh, open to yeah. it and don't get distracted by it, would that be helpful oh, maybe helpful. to take them? Absolutely. Yeah. To, to take them from high beta to low beta. Quickly. Okay. Excellent. Okay. And they'll love it. They'll think it's yeah. so much fun. Well, you have to see what it resonates with because some kids, you know, could be over stressed with noise. Some kids like right. crystals and don't like sound. And right. so you have to be flexible and using different healing modalities you know and have awareness sound like tuning forks carry frequency so do crystals and that's why we taught that whole intensive crystal class um a few months back and right. sometimes with kids who are anxious i will teach them or talk to their parents and i can tell who's drawn to that because in my in my practice in my office i have crystals sitting around so the kids <laughs> you know who are like what's that can i play with the, your rocks you know and and the parents will go put that down you know they love rocks they put them in their pockets and that tells me this child has a real resonance with crystals and so I may, if it's an anxious child, talk to the parents about, you know, this may sound funny, but if this resonates with you, mm. you can get a little cage, like order it online. That's a wire, little loopy spiral cage, and then get a little crystal point that is amethyst and a little crystal point that is citrine and pop them into the cage so that the Amethyst will point upward towards the head to calm the mind, and the citrine will point down towards third chakra, if you will, or the stomach area, and they'll be popped in one up, one down. So amethyst point pointing up, citrine point pointing down, and that little wire cage will have one little loop. They can put it on a little necklace, and I tell them to hang it at the level of thymus, which is where I often read dependence because the thymus is about protecting from other energies around us that knock us off our spiritual center or out of our heart. And when you hang a pendant that resonates something that's helpful for you, whether it's protection or calming and putting it here, it powerfully helps. But I've had kids that had a lot of test anxiety, some school anxiety. When they wear this, from the day one they wear it, many of them, if they really resonate with crystals, will say, I don't have any issue anymore. And that's yeah. cool. And you can yeah. integrate that very easily. Animals um, resonate well with uh, amethyst so you can make a little pendant for amethyst I would not use citrine so much cats 
orange calcite because cats will have issues of angst and it will create bladder issues, kidney issues. Orange calcite is very calming of that for them. Here's the link for If you're enjoying this edition of Let's Talk, subscribe, share it with your friends, rank us so that we can be raised in our levels to reach even more people. Thanks. Thank you. You're very welcome. Very well. Yes, I see another hand up. I don't know how to put your hands down, but okay. Yeah, I, like I think the they, they can lower it. <laughs> um, for someone who struggles with like taking on energy of other people, do you have any, what suggestions or just like daily practices? The zip up. Absolutely. The zip up. You have a, a meridian, an energy river from the top of your pubic bone to your chin crease. And everything comes in at you here right here, from here to here. So strong intention, what you're gonna do is if you feel like you have everyone's garbage, first you're gonna do is unzip it. You're gonna go from here to here, unzip it and clean it out. I I'm getting rid of everyone's garbage. So pretend you have so a zipper on, try it. From, <laughs> from that crease of try your it. chin unzip and it. you're unzipping it down the center of your body. Energies. All the way down All to your pubic bone. It's going, I'm just giving it to the universe. You can transform it into love. Okay. And then you're going to, from the top of your pubic bone to here, you have a zipper. You're going to zip breathe in your in energy. Up. Breathe in your good energy. And three you times. Do that three times. And then lock it and swallow the key. And then from the back of your, your back, from your tailbone, you're going to zip up from here and then the mid middle of your back and it's going to join in your hard palate right here. Okay, where your tongue goes. Yep. And you're going to you show that up. part one more time. You're going to come from your tailbone, come up okay. the center of your back. Since that you're zipping all the way up and you're around up this way. And you're zipping up. up your front to here. Got it. So no one gets near you and you're locking it. And you're doing that with intention and with breath. And that can be a great way, especially, you know, that can be great if you deal with public in any way or you're in sort of this bit of a toxic environment or where a lot of angry people are. Or you take the subway or the bus, but you can do it several times a day. But the unzipping, when you're feeling yucky and you've got other people's crap, unzip, get rid of it, and then rezip. Okay. And you can do energy testing for people who are used to that, where you know you have people test, and you can see that you will get stronger uh, when after you do a zip up and not be able to be knocked off centered by other people's negative thoughts towards you are thoughts that make you feel yucky, like young girls, um, you know, nearing puberty, they're just starting to have breasts and, and the guys and other people would just kind of come up and look them down you, yeah. and looking someone down the center of their body can them, unzip takes, somebody and make you vulnerable. But if you have zipped up, you're not. 
And that's where a lot of young ladies will kind of be like, ah, you know, I feel kind of, you know, that they're looking me down and I feel bad and they'll go, I must be playing a mind trick on me. You know, I'm just, but they're not because you can test someone. And we do this in classes all the time. We'll, we'll, they're we'll they're really taking down your energy. We show people in classes. We have someone who stands up in front of the class and we show how they're strong and then we have them close their eyes and and we tell everyone in the room then when we go either up to look them up or to we go thumbs down look them down and when they look them down and we retest someone who is very strong suddenly they're weak then you know some people go oh that's nothing we'll get them to look back up again they get strong again we look them down they get weak again and after they see it really is a thing because they're like oh you're just alternating we'll go down down up up you know and do things to show people because people are questioning and once we do that then we get that poor person who's been unzipped and zipped energetically by us to zip themselves up with intention three times. And then we try and unzip them and we can't. Okay. That's the power of that. And, you know, it really does have a great power. And when you do work with kids, just to help them know how to protect their energies, it's very powerful, but it is something that, you know, you have to kind of focus your intention on to do, and you do have to kind of do it, you know, depending on what's going on, or if you start having negative feelings about yourself, or you get into angst, you may need to do it again later. Okay, stop. So therapists may need to know that. The important thing is you have to want deeply not to start feeling other people's energies if you're extremely sensitive. It's a, it's a decision you have to make and you have to keep. But you can do that without saying, I have to shut down and put up a You don't have to shut down. You just have to decide you're not going to be affected by all the energy vampires in the world or the people that you're around that are negative. You make that decision and then you zip up. But make that decision. Just don't zip up. Say, yeah. Look, don't I've worry about it. it. Yeah. Just I've zip up it. and I'm, go about yeah. your business, you know? So it's, it's a decision. Good. Because again, thoughts have little legs that go out and create what you think about. The people who start hyper-focusing on everyone's out to get me and all this fear and their energy vampires at every door and every stitch I'm and everything get it and I will support it and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. Limit themselves, right. you know, by their own fear. And so you don't want to go there. So is that an answer to your question? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but you have to be strict about it that I'm not going to let these people roll over me or I'm not going to be so affected by them. Yeah, I'm going to take out the negative. I'm stepping into my power. I I struggle with that because then like when I'm in a weak spot, then that's when I let other people. It's a good way to strengthen yourself. Humming is a good way to strengthen yourself. Get over the fear first and go for it. And zip. When you have those overwhelming emotions of fear or guilt or shame or whatever, that's where we will tell people to do the Qigong emotional release. You focus on, oh God, you know, I'm having this fear, I'm having this negative feeling and it feels, you want to rank it, where is it zero to 10? If it's zero, you're not going to need to do anything. If it's 10, then you go, it's 10, then you forget about it. And then you just do Song Kong Tong Bing Xuan Yu. Song Kong Tong Bing Xuan Yu. But you just do it at four spots 
crown, third eye, heart, and and like two or three finger widths below the belly button. That's on Shift Your Life TV on YouTube, and it's called Qigong Emotional Release, Q-I-G-O-N-G, Emotional Release. It's and quicker. We, ta we take you through the whole thing. It's quicker than EFT, you know, and, and I say that because when I'm working with a person who is too guilty or ashamed feeling to be able to tell me what it is that, you know, because I don't want to tell you, you'll think I'm terrible if I tell you whatever I'm guilty about. I'll say it's not important for me to know what you feel guilty about. You just rank the guilt, forget about it, and then do this. And I've had people with intense anger or guilt or shame go from a 10 to a zero or go from a 10 to a five and then set it aside again and, and do it again, that round of the Qigong emotional release, that takes about three minutes or less to do so that video and drop it to everything zero. You need. But that's on Shift Your Life TV channel on YouTube. On YouTube. Um, oh, on YouTube. You have it for free there. Everything's uh, free there. Other things that we've done is um, we have a, a video there also of crystal singing bowls, 14 of them that carry you and center from root chakra all the way up through crown to get you just tuned up, so to speak, and centered uh, because frequency will shift you. And listening to it, um, is through the computer is just as powerful as in person. It's kind of fun in person because it's more fun can, in person. You can play, have it played like we can play the bowls in front of somebody and chill out emotions and thought forms that's going on now. You can play it behind somebody and work on things from someone's past or from past experiences and other dimensional lifetimes if you will so anyway it's it's fun it's cool so sound um, healing is extremely powerful incredibly powerful and these tuning forks are great to scratch your <laughs> they work in a lot of ways oh, so we teach sound oh. healing courses fairly often and laughter is important oh, you know i mean good. anytime we teach and when I work with patients individually or in groups, you know, I, you know, people will say, you know, you're not like some of the other docs, you're funny, or you'll, you know, you don't take thing, everything so seriously because there is an awareness that laughter will get people into their heart. Laughter really is sometimes the best medicine and will lift someone out of a depression and out of anxiety. Uh, so that's how laughter yoga really did also come to be this thing, which is fun because laughing makes everyone feel uh -huh. happy. He, he, but he, with oh. laughter yoga, uh -huh. you, with, uh -huh. with, yeah. with, okay. with laughter yoga, you yeah. also get laughing where you get resonance in each of the chakras where you focus on where do I need to laugh or how do I need to laugh to vibrate my third eye chakra versus my creative expression chakra, you know, which is <laughs> versus 
you know, for me, or <laughs> getting lower, you know, going into some of the more primitive chakras, um, you will change the tone or the vibration of the laughter to vibrate each of these centers. And kids love that. It's just fun. You know, it's just silly. I and mean, it's easy to do. It's hard to stop. I like when Marion laughs. It's infectious. <laughs> easy to do you just start ho ho he, oh. oh my shoulder hurts <laughs> it's so easy but you know go to a public place and start laughing and see what happens you'll have everyone laughing go if, if you hear the siren start though no <laughs> no it's true it works and it your own voice is your, is your body's greatest healer because you're talking to your own cells and with an intention it's even better i'm healing my shoulder i'm healing my throat humming too when i'm humming i'm healing my sinuses and so and another simple healing modality is getting people and i've worked with tons of people with this and i've talked about this and qigong teachings and things is to call in a ball of gold and white light see sense feel this beautiful ball of light bigger around than your body and once you call it in just feel it sense it moving through your body and things shifting don't if, tell it where to go it'll go by its own and it'll take its own time sometimes it'll be quicker and sometimes it'll be slower, but it will move through your whole body and then out your feet. I've had a couple of people who go, when I call it in, it comes in my feet first. And I'll go, how wonderful, you know, whatever. If it's moving up this way or it's moving down that but way. But you need to be ready you know? to accept healing, to be open to healing. Because if you're not ready to accept it and, and you're not open to it, nothing's going to happen. Your soul has to be involved. Your subconscious has to be involved. You got to call every aspect of yourself to be open to healing and to want to heal and not resist. That's an important factor that we don't think about very yeah. often. Again, that is the power Our of intention. your intention and your inner word. Because if you're outwardly going, I'm going to go do all this, but inside your head, you're thinking, this will work for anyone, but not for me. I'm, you know, I suck. I'm terrible. You know, the stuff we tell each other. And that's the importance of working on and being mindful of, of what are the yeah buts. You know, we all have those big buts <laughs> where we'll say, ah, oh, you know, I want to do this, but blah, 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 blah. And to catch yourself in that and question them and go, wait a minute, is this really true? Is this belief true? Do I truly believe this? Do I want to continue to truly believe this? I choose to say no. That's where when my grandmother, when I was growing up here in you know, the South and the, the Bible Belt, my grandmother used to say, you know, just, you know, when the devil raises up in front of you, look them in the eye and say, get thee behind me. Right? It's, it's, being aware of it's our own inner devil that we bring up, you know, about sabotaging that self-sabotage of a negative thought. And we have to look it in the eye 
recognize it first, and then secondly say, no, I see you, but I choose not to believe you. So name it and drop it. And that's part of, you know, our whole uh, bye-bye self-sabotage, drop your baggage, love your life. That book that we did that was based on putting together lots of these healing modalities and years of teaching intensive 18-hour shift classes. And that's easily available and cheap on Amazon. Bye-bye self-sabotage, drop your baggage. That's why we worked on that so hard is it brought up the most frequently limiting beliefs that we as all humans have. And it goes through all of them and puts them in front of your face for you to honestly, and only you can honestly sort of look at it and go, you know, that is an issue of mine. But we give you ways of working through it because it used to be with uh, EFT, people would say, well, I can't do it unless you carry me through it because that's my issue. But how do I play devil's advocate and get that to release? The beauty of it is when you pull up one of those negative thought patterns are, are missing the mark thoughts where we think we somehow are less than someone else or less than the beauty of who we truly are. When you feel the feeling powerfully behind it, you can set it aside and work on the feeling. Now, when people say that they can't get it to shift with the feeling of the qigong emotional release which is so quick and you don't have to play devil's advocate you just do it uh then we say now do bring back the eft and and go back through all the pieces and you know that's where people start thinking i can't do that if you have self-sabotage we have the answer in that book yeah the idea is intention also includes attention to your intention so when you're attending to your intention know what you really want deep down inside know what that inner still voice wants and if you're not getting results it's because you're not coherent with that If you're enjoying this podcast, check out the Shift Your Life podcast. Unleash your inner power to create the life you want to live. Also, check out shiftyourlife.com. So just get the book. And to make that make sense, uh, to make that make sense, It's sort of, if you were going to say, I want to have a healing intention for my loved one, and I have this intention for my loved one, and yeah, I'm going to do that, and yeah, I'm going to do that, and now now I'm just kind of messing with my phone, or I'm doing other stuff, but I have the intention, right? I haven't focused my attention on it. I haven't said, I want to do this. I get into my heart. I have to actually take that time to focus the intention and do that in whatever modality it is. Right. right? Even if you ask that golden ball of light to come in, if you're t- say, okay, golden ball of light, come on in. Oh, I'm going to finish this TV program on the golden ball is working on me. <laughs> no, you got to focus on the golden ball is coming through you and accept it and allow it. 
you're not really accepting and allowing when you're watching TV or on the phone or you're texting. So that's what that means. Does that make sense? Are we overwhelming you yet? Does anyone have any questions? Questions on integrating things, questions on specific um, given enough if any, any therapists are out there and have any specific questions, I'd be happy to entertain. Anyone those. have anything to say? We have the sounds of silence. Hello, Dr. <laughs> I feel so peaceful. <laughs> I think it was this one. <laughs> that is good. It's a very good one. Remember, yeah. behind and in front, you got to be on. Mm -hmm. Anyone have questions about? Animals, children, uh, anything Angels, else? Angels, I was just curious where in North Carolina that you do therapy. I am in North Carolina in Mooresville. I'm about 20 oh. miles north of Charlotte. Okay. Are you in North Carolina or where? I am. I'm near, I'm in Asheboro near Greensboro. Yeah. 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 And I've done some telehealth stuff. I, I do that some in my private practice and, uh, we teach classes if people get a group of people together who want on um, some classes, whether it's healing modalities or on uh, metaphysical classes, we teach color and sound healing. We teach all um, kinds of healing. Crystal you know, you healing. can look on our website, shiftyourlife.com and see all of the different things that we do. We love to come in and teach to groups um, if there's an interest, including intuition and intuitive art. And do you do one-on-one -on -one therapy as well? Yeah. Yep, sure do, sure do. Good. Just, uh, you can reach out uh, through uh, info at shiftyourlife.com or latstalk uh, uh, at gmail. I'm just um, up the road in Statesville, and I was just wondering if you ever do any group things in the area. I do. In fact, there's another person in Statesville who is um, really chomping at the bit for us to do um, a more advanced, different uh, crystal class on crystal grids and uh, and crystal elixirs. Uh, so, what kind of classes are you interested in? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just moved to the area about seven weeks ago for a, a job, and I'm still trying to get myself sorted um, in lots of ways. But when you were talking about um, energy of groups and people and working with other people, um, I've, I've got a, a group of really young people that have a lot of anxiety <laughs> that, that I'm working with. And um, so I was paying close attention to that for sure. Well, we also do stress management courses, how to reduce your stress. We teach that to therapists. And... Yeah, we oh, wow. do some of the service units for social workers down in Charlotte. There was a group that we did a few years back. We taught, goodness, at the uh, energy conference, major energy conference. ASAP, yeah, yeah. and um, at the Qigong National Conference. So just uh, let us know what you'd like to do yeah, and reach out. Okay, great, thank you. We love to teach to need, and uh, you know, we're now that I'm not working at a hospital setting, I have mm -hmm. more time, and we want to have more availability. 
Someone's raising hand about you, Betty. Yeah. I have a question. I don't know if you hear me. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's just a more of a personal question. Um, I'm just starting to do public speaking for a women's empowerment group. And Tracy, I might have talked, I might have talked about this. The unbelievable fear that I experience with public speaking, it's, it is a real tough thing for me, but I force myself to do it. And I'm, I'm taking notes on what you've suggested. Um, I would like to know, maybe I'll put crystals in, in my bra or something like that, or I mean, any little helpful hints. I mean, it's- <laughs> Look at a couple people and, and say, how can I be of service to you? That's all you're doing. You're answering their question. You imagine they just have a big question and you're there answering. You're so there you say that easily, but that does not cut it for doesn't me. Doesn't work. It does not work. Okay, well, we have EFT uh, for public speaking too. If Song Kong Tong doesn't work, yeah, and that's on and that's uh, on YouTube. That's on YouTube on Shift Your Life TV. It's EFT for public speaking. Uh, also, crystals, morganite can help. Uh, rose quartz, uh, amethyst, and uh, rose oil. Rose oil? Good essential oil of rose. Not one of those ones that smells like perfumey. Also, the the um, the small meditation we just did is very helpful to do before you do public speaking. I do that all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, you have Especially some that. great things that I feel like I can incorporate prior to speaking, but I mean, and I psych myself up I'm like, yes, I could do it. And then I get in front of these 30, 40 people I'm like, ah. well, how long and does it last? I am the introducer. So I, I am up there for eight to 10 minutes. And okay. it's, it is so tough for me, but I love this group of women, this, this women's empowerment group, and they're on the journey with me. So I tell them, I said, I'm really struggling, but I appreciate being able to do this in front of you. So I mean, I'm almost ready to cry. You know, when it, it, yeah. that's how intense it is. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, darn it, I've got so much to say to people. I, I really have a lot of things that can help people. Right. But I need to get over this this thing. So when you mentioned the um, the good rose oil, do you Bring apply that somewhere? Benefactor with you when you do it. Have them what behind your left shoulder. I can't, oh. I didn't hear that. She's saying, bring your loving, compassionate benefactor with you. Do, you know, when we talk about using that to open our heart and our yeah. benefactor comes around our left side is behind our left shoulder. When you open your eyes, they're still there and practice this before you need it. So you're at home with your husband, any kids that happen to be around or grandkids, I know now, uh, as you're moving about, sense that your compassionate benefactor is still with you and practice it. Head to the grocery store. As you're driving, the benefactor's with you. You get out of the car and go in, they're with you. When you feel, ooh, I don't feel them anymore, stop for a minute, close your eyes for a second, picture it again, bring that benefactor back, feel your heart expanded, and then keep going doing your grocery shopping. With practice of doing that, 
you will no longer need to close your eyes so that you can actually also be walking into the room with your benefactor when you're doing these talks or introducing people. And if you're like having the yips, you can stand there and sense, see, feel your benefactor in the room behind all these people in front of you and feel them sending you love. Open your heart and they'll move around behind your left shoulder, still sending you love, but now also sending love to every other person in the room with you. And it will open your heart powerfully. You know, I use this all the time when I'm teaching to large groups. I use this all the time back when we were doing some huge radio interviews and you can't see either the person who's interviewing you on the radio or show, nor can you see the audience. But I would get into my heart in prep for that. I'd be like, okay, we're on in 20 seconds. And I'd be like, okay, I'd, I'd be getting into my heart and I would ask, use me, use me, use me as a channel of love, light and healing for whatever it is, whoever is listening or whoever is out here needs the end of that story, you know, boom. And then they go, okay, we're live and hi, ba ba ba, And you would just start <laughs> talking, okay? It helps powerfully. And well, thank you. You're welcome. If it's I have a work, a work in progress on this. I will master it. <laughs> oh, I wanted to add to, to that, that lavender oil on the, uh, on the throat chakra, a lot of people use that for public speaking. Um, you know, it calms things down. I mean, rose has amazing benefits, but it's awfully expensive. Lavender's a little bit less, you know, if you're if you're not using essential oils that much, but a good it has to be a good pure lavender. It can't just be any lavender oil. That's but right. it um it amazes me how much better I speak when I put it on my throat chakra Perfect. just a little bit. Great, thank you. That's your creative. I appreciate that. Thank you. Great. That's a great suggestion. If you enjoyed this podcast, check out Shift Your Life TV channel on YouTube where you will find all sorts of tools and techniques that just might shift your life. You still add your hand. Um, yeah, uh, two things. One, real quick. Do you know of anybody who's doing this type of thing up in Winston-Salem? I would wonder for a while there, there were some folks there at Bowman Gray, my alma mater, Bowman Gray, Wake Forest University Medical School that was getting together. But if not, you know, Winston-Salem's 45 minutes from where I live. And if there were a group in Winston that, you know, wanted a class or something, I'd be more than happy to pop over there. That's easy. It's, it's a group. Cool. Okay. Okay. Did you say Bowman Gray? Bowman Gray School of Medicine, Wake Forest University School of Medicine. Do they have people that are doing this? Uh, they, at one point, their integrative uh, medicine department, because I used, I'm still on associate faculty there. Um, 
and just still get on their email list. But they used to kind of reach out. They just were meeting while I was working, usually at the state hospital at the time. Um, but there, there were some, some people there who had openness to alternative integrative approaches. I don't know where they're going with that right now um, at all, but. I'm, I'm a patient there and I've asked the, the head of the department. She's my main doctor there with the integrative medicine with Wake Forest. And um, she doesn't really know anybody because she's, she's not really from Winston-Salem. She's got friends up north that she was involved with. Uh, and it seems that it's that way with everybody who works in integrative medicine, not in the medical school, but in the practice. Well, next time you chat with her, tell her that I'd be happy to come over and, and with her, you know, create a, a happening. We could do a class. We could do something if, if need be, or if there's a desire. Okay. Or come to Morrisville. Yeah, either way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I do come down to, well, it, yeah. I don't, do you have anything during the day down in Morrisville? Uh, yeah, and I, and I could now in certain days because I'm in my private practice two days a week, Mondays and Tuesdays, and then I'm helping out with uh, a telepsych thing five hours of another day so yeah i do have some time in a week that i could do during the day um doing some classes and things okay right okay yeah i'm just thinking like a group like this but in person where we just kind of sit around and talk about oh what's your experience with this stuff and so on um informal yep. um during the day type of a group or something. I'm already involved in, of course, in miracles groups up here, but um, just wondering if there's anything else like metaphysical, yeah. but okay. Um, and the other thing was uh, you said, anybody want to talk about any other modalities, uh, angels? Yes, I would like to know uh, what about angels? I know um, Camuel is like for the heart, opening the heart. I've been working with him, I guess, and um, healing. I've been working with Raphael with a lot of success for myself. And, um, and Gabriel, uh, I've had a couple of readings and I've been told several times, Gabriel always comes through with you. And it's because I'm a teacher. That's what I do, um, that's what I'm called to do. So I'm working with them, um, but I'd love to hear any input you have to add. Well, Raphael, Gabriel is great, but you need to call them in and ask. They'll always show up. Well, always they, show up, but you have to know what you want them to do. They are impulse to show up whenever you call them. But they're impulse to help you for what you need, and you need to be clear. And there, you know, there's a whole host of of Brahael. Brahael is um, when laughter's involved and humor. And Uriel, is, is there. so many. You can buy uh, a great angel book. There are plenty of angel books. Right. 
the volume to study. I mean, we took angel courses. We yeah. studied angels for weeks. So. And they have different feelings. When I did used to do uh, metaphysical groups in person, we would carry people through meditations where we would call in different archangels. So they could feel their and energy. You could feel the energy so that when you're going about your day, if suddenly you feel this energy in the room, you know who it is. You're not like, God, ah, what's that? You know who that is. And, and it's just this beautiful thing to experience because you become absolutely aware without doubt that there is this other realm that exists and is there and is always there and, and it's fabulous. But you can call, you don't need us to do that. You can yep. call them in yourself. Yep. So. Mm -hmm. And But how do I uh, differentiate among the, the various angels? I've had, you know, thoughts come to me with, oh, this is how you work with this child with his mental challenge so i know that that's gabriel um and i do meditations with barakael or however you pronounce it um and just kind of opening to angel realm in general and so i just kind of feel supernatural beings but i don't know how to differentiate him and Raphael, uh just lots and lots of healing i just see lots and lots of emerald green light just yes. filling myself and yeah, I send it to people and gosh within days they're just like over COVID it's just amazing stuff but I can't feel the different like personalities there are horizontal angels there are vertical angels I mean there's it, it, there are angel realms stuffed but, so go on we can we can do that in our next uh Metaphysical group, we can go through angels. Why not? Anyone interested? We can do angel <laughs> meditations. Would that be fun? Anyone? We let. Yeah, that'd be great. Because we let the group always decide what the next topic is. So if, if people want angels yeah. to be we that. We can talk about that. angels. Well, what if you don't know which angel is the one that, like, I'm not sure. Well, everyone's like, hey, everyone, come on in and help me. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. That's what I do. And what you're attracted to. Who has an angel book that is, do we have an angel book that is in particular something everyone could read? I've read those angel books and stuff, but sometimes I get caught up on, okay, which angel does what? And it's like, well, I don't know. Just whoever's supposed to help me with whatever okay. is my need, come on in. Okay. When we do this, this next month, what we'll do is we'll call in a specific angel, let everyone feel that, and then allow that angel to go about their business. And then we'll call in another and let everyone feel it. You can feel the difference Energy. in energies, okay? And You'll know what I'm talking about after you experience it. Okay. Okay. We'll bring in various angels. Now, I don't know. You know, I I know the ones that I typically bring in. They're the pretty um, big hitters. The one everyone knows about. You know, Raphael, and Michael, Michael, and uh, Gabriel. I will we'll also bring in like Metatron. Mm. <laughs> 
So how's that? <laughs> I'm going to bring in some different okay. ones. So how's that for the next meeting? We'll do the angels. Okay. When okay. is the meeting? Well, let's decide. It's you guys who decide. Yeah, typically uh, it has been at, it was per the request of people who were in other time zones, typically that it be at eight o'clock and that way that people would be done with dinners and stuff too. Um, and historically it ended up being like the first Friday but of, of a month, but we can set the date. I know that we're into high holidays here you know well, it's january next yep. meeting. and january would be it the sixth yeah we can do that january 6th it's a full moon oh good <laughs> <laughs> i love it is that a friday i mean yes. or saturday it's friday or saturday it's a friday, friday. january 6th at 8 p.m okay Okay. Get ready. Right. Any other questions about today? Anything? Thank you. That's really good. Yeah, thank it. you. Yeah. Yeah. I have my hand up. Um, I'm the one, I'm one of the ones where I was in the last meeting and was one suggesting healing modalities. And one of the questions I have, and I don't know if it's relevant to everybody, but it seems like we all might run into this at some point. Mine was kind of a specific thing on, um, on uh, nerve healing. And it's my understanding that nerves heal at the rate of about, you know, close to one inch a month, you know, if, if they've been damaged or, you know, severed and, um, uh, I have had a surgery where it's um, pretty obvious. I've, I've been on crutches for about two years and um, um, and then had to have another surgery in the same place. And and it still seems to be a nerve problem. So I'm, um, you know, I'm segueing. I've been in a wheelchair, crutches, and then, you know, a cane. And, um, but the crutches were the long-term thing and it caused a lot of atrophy, but the nerves just don't seem to be healing very fast. And I wondered if there was any specific modality. Okay, a uh, couple of things. Okay. A, do you really believe it that your nerve can only heal this much? I mean, again, I'm, I'm asking because if you believe it, whether you're wrong or you're right, you're right. Right. I have. I just found that out about a month ago. So okay. it wasn't until then, and it was from a doctor. You know. Okay. Yeah. So, but I've, I've had people who come to me and they're like, "I was referred to you because my doc figures I must be depressed because I've been diagnosed with this cancer, and they say that I'm dying." And I'll sit there and I'll take all the information, the history down, and I'll stop and I'll go, "Do you believe you're dying?" And they'll look at me, "What do you mean?" And I'll go, do you believe that you're dying? And all of a sudden they'll stop and their expression will change and they'll look at me and they'll go, no. I go, okay, good. <laughs> you know, because, your doctor. because, you know, you can hear what the doc says. And, you know, I had, I've had this people like that say, are you saying I shouldn't do this prescribed thing? And I go, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying use all your options, keep all your options open. If they're saying this could be helpful and you don't think it's gonna be hurtful, 
pursue that, but also, you know, yes and believe, see, the ball of light comes through and the ball of light can fix anything, anything, okay? Unless you believe it can't, right? Yes. It's so powerful. So that's A. Okay. B is um, doing even just for people who haven't had, we've taught classes in multidimensional healing and it can work in all sorts of ways. But even just because we are human, you can pop open your palm chakras, these little energetic points in your palms, just by take your hands and pop them open like this. Open and close, open and close, open and close. Rub okay. your hands together. Some people would say rub your hands together. I like this best. But you then bring your hands together and you can feel the pulsing. So you are now bringing and pulsing this healing energy between your hands. Now you can take that once you've created that pull, that energy that ball, energy and pull between these two points if it's your knee or your ankle or wherever it is, you bring it and you begin to work it, right? In your energy field within one to three inches of your body, that's all, okay? Because that is what we can do, you know, without understanding anything else, okay? We do that with kids all the time and our child has an injured arm, we go, oh, honey, and we put our hand on it, you know, because we're just, oh, we just do that. We get an owie ourselves. We're like, oh, you know, we do that. Okay. So that's number two. Number three, where is this nerve and or issue in your because, life? Yeah. So like a femoral nerve, one, or one of the, the main ones, a femoral nerve. Okay. I'm asking this because we have this whole group here and we talked about power of eight. We can spend. We are going to work on you. Is everyone up for this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Let me put some music on. Okay. What so, side is it again? Did you say? It's my right. It's my right, right. side, my right leg. Right. Wait. Yeah. When you say femoral, that doesn't mean anything to me. Can you describe where that is on your leg? It's, uh, the femoral nerve is the primary nerve going down, sort of the center of the leg, down the quad, but almost like in the middle of your thigh. You know. Oh, it's up high. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, goes, it starts at the hit. It starts at the. Okay. The the front, is that the front or the back? Front. Front from hip to knee? Hip to ankle? Knee. Hip to knee. Okay. It, it goes on down to the ankle sometimes, but the, the primary problem is hip to knee. Okay. In the front of your front. And do okay. you want to tell everyone your first name? So that everyone. My first name is Martha. There you go. Hey, Martha. Hey, y'all. Thank you. All right. We are all now we're going, to, put some music going to picture ourselves in a circle, okay? All of us, we're like here all together, but also in a circle, and we are surrounding Martha. Martha is in the center of our circle. And we are now going to focus on Martha. For the next six minutes, the entire group focused solely on this one person and her issue. How are you feeling? Good. Feeling good. 
Do you feel anything? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So that'll oh. continue. Pardon? Awesome. That will continue. The healing will continue. Yeah. I felt almost like the chair was levitating. I was levitating. The chair under <laughs> me was coming up for a while. So thank you, guys. It was pretty powerful. Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, that was a great example. Night. I'm glad that we were able to do that. Yeah. That good. Yeah. Thank, thank you all very much. I, I wasn't expecting that, but it was wonderful. Yeah. That's nice. In my mind, I was seeing you up and dancing around. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. That's that's my goal is to dance again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right. yeah. Maybe so. I mean, not maybe so. Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> well, it's no coincidence that I saw you dancing around. If that's your goal. <laughs> yeah. It really, I, I was dancing before I had the surgery. So I was, I was kind of, it's kind of wow. interesting. Yeah, it's been my goal. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. I love to dance. Dancing yeah. moves all that toxic energy out on you. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Great thing. Well, thank you. That's very very powerful. That was really good. So That's, we can do that with other people. Too? Yeah. Pardon? Did you feel the love too that we were oh, sending? Oh yeah, you? I thought I thought that. I mean, I felt like um, there was there was a lot of my, I have a specific angel that I've dealt with for a long time, and I felt her come in and I, wonderful. And uh, she, she's just my blue angel. I should call her the blue angel, but she's been with me through meditations for many years. And then all of a sudden, I said, "Well, here's." I think Michael and Gabriel and all of them, all of them came in. <laughs> so thank you, Rafi. I mean, nice. the angel energy talking about that was um, very powerful from Donna. Donna did that, right? Yeah. Thank you, Donna. So that was That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt the, um, what we were talking about in the beginning, like bringing in that person that, that loves you unconditionally. And I brought her in and I was able to see her and wow, my heart was just beating out to your, your leg oh. and it just wouldn't stop. And it's like, by taking what, what Tracy and Marion had said in the beginning and utilizing that tool, it was so powerful for me to feel that healing energy going to your leg. It's oh. like, wow, that was, to me, it was dynamic. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, it's, like, it's been my understanding that our, our, in my experience that if I do any healing work, you know, on myself or others, um, you know, like Reiki or whatever, that you experience, I mean, you, you, it, it just flows through you too. Yes. And so you are a conduit and, mm -hmm. and so you feel it, you know, while, while you're doing it as much, sometimes as much or more than I feel. I mean, it's right. like, you get the healing as well, right? It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all get, we are all healed. Everyone benefits. Yeah. So I hope some other people felt it too. Yeah. Did you, did any other people feel that energy flowing through? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very a really powerful. powerful, it's a very powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. The feeling of just being able to help <clears throat> and assist really just made me feel powerful. And Good. Are you feeling clearer now that yeah. you, no one's Certainly. interfering with your energy? Certainly, yes. I'm Good. happy this is what I made my decision to do on my Friday night. Fantastic. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. We're happy Thank you all. Oh, okay, guys, welcome. it's been lovely. You have a wonderful Christmas. All right. We will see you. Yeah. yeah, thank you all for your thank you for your work and your um and you know for your very professional loving advice. It's really good. Yeah. Thank wonderful. You.
Thank you very much, yes. everyone. Yes. Thank you. You, you, yeah. look, you look so holidays. animated. You look so animated now, even more so than when we started the group. You're glowing. Martha. For me? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I, feel, I, I mean, I feel very, re, I feel very energized. I may not go to bed till two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, feel, I feel very good. Don't yeah. give that away. Okay. For you. Yeah. Hold on to okay. that energy and just let it permeate. No hugging. Hold it for a bit. Just kind of yeah. love it. yourself. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, love to all of you. Thank you very much. Happy holidays to you. Yes. Yes. Happy holidays, everyone. If you're enjoying this edition of Let's Talk, subscribe, share it with your friends, rank us so that we can be raised in our levels to reach even more people. Thanks. 